I hate that part. <laughs> you know, uh, while I was sitting, uh, sitting there, I, I realized how blessed I am and how privileged uh, I am and we are. You know, once a week we gather together. Uh, and I thank you, praise. Uh, you really uh, lead us uh, uh, to be able to praise God. Just be immersed in the praise of God. And just uh, sitting there, thinking about it, praying about it, praise together, and beautiful anthem that uh, we hear every Sunday. Uh, what a blessed time. Uh, it's better than any concert. It's better than even Blue Jays game <laughs> to me. Uh, just, say so. just being in touch with the holy, uh, being on your own, uh, think about it. And where my life is going and things like that. That is just wonderful uh, kind of system that we have in life. Once a week, uh, we gather together. And make this as a rhythm of your life. Just once a week, we come together. And then for an hour, uh, we get that kind of time, quality time uh, with ourselves, with friends, and, you know, with the family. I think you uh, deserve that. Today, I like to say that life is wonderful. Uh, I dare to claim that life is wonderful because when you look around us, uh, not always we can say that life is wonderful. We see tragedy, many people dying, many people uh, experiencing tremendous uh, uh, hardships and suffering and difficulties especially uh, in down south uh, because of storm and so many people lost uh, their uh, homes and family members and they're in deep sadness and sorrow. The hundreds of people uh, were killed uh, because of storm and uh, it's a really, we need to pray for them. But in spite of all that, I dare to claim that life is wonderful. I believe that life is wonderful. Too sure, maybe, but it is wonderful. And that's what God wants our life to be. He wants to make our life wonderful. And he wants us to enjoy that wonderful life. We want it. And God wants it. But strangely and ironically, we don't always experience that life is wonderful. There are people uh, who hurt us, so we don't see them. We don't want to see them. There are problems that have no solution, so we don't want to face those problems. We don't. We don't always find life exciting. Sometimes life can be dull, boring, and monotonous. In some extreme case, some people. Even question, why do I continue my life? They question seriously about their life. Why do I need to continue my life? They suffer so much. To many of us and many of them, life seems like an endless chain of one misery after another. We easily forget. The life is good and life is wonderful. 
you know, the biggest problem, especially me, uh, the biggest problem is that we often forget that life is wonderful. Uh, when we hear the sermon, yeah, life is good, life is wonderful. But as, as soon as you enter into your life, you experience challenges and difficulties and, and you easily forget that life is wonderful. We are so forgetful. I'm, I'm so forgetful. And we are all so forgetful, you know, about being forgetful. Uh, June's father, um, he's not with us anymore. Uh, uh, but uh, June's father, uh, one of the elders uh, in the KSM members, you know, uh, the Costco uh, toothbrush, when you first buy them, they're clearly red and blue. You can see that. But after you use two or three, and the color is kind of blurry. Is it uh, red or is it blue? It's not quite clear. Is it for men or is it for women? So this uh, elder, uh, they, uh, you know, after using first two, they get confused. Whose toothbrush is theirs, right? So one day they said, okay, we'll wrap the uh, thread around it, right, shield around it. So this is mine. And the one without uh, threat is yours. After a while, they forgot. Whose one is threaded? Whose one is not threaded? I mean, as you get uh, older, yeah, forgetfulness becomes a symptom. And, and that is also my problem too. But we forget so easily that life is good. But let us remember that life is good. Life is good because... God is good. Not because our circumstances are good. Life is good because God is good. Our Sunday school students always say this. God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. They recite that every morning, every Sunday morning. Why don't we do that together today? Okay, I will say, God is good. All the time. Yeah, life is good because God is good. We have to constantly remind ourselves that life is short but worth living. You know, our life is shaped by our thoughts. Uh, The things that you think all the time shape who you are, affect your mood, and affect who you are. That's why St. Paul said this. Finally, beloved, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. All these good things, think about it all the times. As you think about them, you'll be influenced by your thoughts all the time. If you're thinking about gloomy things, negative things, miserable things all the time, then you become miserable, you become negative, and you become very unhappy. Your thoughts, you need to discipline to think about honorable things rather than gloomy and negative things. We, because we are shaped by what we think. 
It is God's will that we live a wonderful life. Last week we talked about specific will of God, but the general will of God is this. In today's passage, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Don't just do it. This is the will of God. For all of you, we need to constantly remember, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and give thanks in all circumstances. That's what good life looks like. Good life doesn't look like, I mean, just because you have good time, that doesn't make your life good life. Just because you have lots of money, and a good career, and honorable whatever, just because you have that, that doesn't, mean, that doesn't make your life good life. Good life is very simple. Rejoice always. Being joyful. Being prayerful. And be thankful. Anybody can do it. You don't need university degree to do that. You don't need millions of dollars to, to do that. Being joyful. Being prayerful. Being thankful, that's what good life looks like. And that is the will of God. Every one of us deserves to have good life, and that good life looks like this. doesn't matter what circumstances you may be in. You can always be joyful. You can always be prayerful. You can always uh, be thankful. But even in good circumstances, you can always complain. You can always be dark. You can always be negative. So we have to choose. Do you want to live a good life? Or do you want to live not so good life? I, I hope that all of you live a good life. Always, every moment, being joyful, being prayerful, and be thankful. Being thankful. And I would like to say a few things about uh, each one uh, very briefly. What does being joyful do in our lives? Being joyful, it defeats the darkness of life. That's what being joyful uh, does. When you rejoice, it defeats the darkness of life. Don't let your gloomy circumstances take away joy from you. If you don't have joy, Life is not worth living. Why live when you don't have joy? So don't let your gloomy circumstances take away joy from you. Being joyful to me means being full of life. Being full of life. That's what being joyful is. When you're full of life, you're joyful. When you're joyful, you're full of life. And this is what Jesus said. Let anyone who is thirsty come to me. And let the one who believes in me drink. As the scripture has said, out of the believer's heart shall, shall flow rivers of living water. From their heart, rivers of living water will flow. That's being full of life. 
from your heart, living water will flow. And of course, uh, the, Jesus is talking about Holy Spirit, but Holy Spirit will give you full of life. And when you have full of life, then your life becomes joyful. And I learned the secret. You know, when, I'm glo- when I tend to be gloomy, I say to myself, be joyful. I, remember, I remind myself, be joyful. I tell, sometimes I even commend me. Be joyful. And then soon I realize I change perspective and joy flows out of my heart. And I realize it's not just me. Some writers said this. Listen, very interesting. Why are you cast down, O my soul? He's talking to himself. He's kind of, he's not within himself. He separated himself from himself. And then tells him, why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? He's commanding, he's rebuking himself. When he becomes gloomy and dark, he comes out and rebukes himself. I think that there's a, a wisdom in that. There's wisdom in that. Instead of just letting your heart influence you, you direct your heart. Where to go? You are the rider that controls the horse. Don't let the horse go everywhere it wants to go. You are the rider. You direct where to go. With your heart, with your horse. So same thing, with your heart, you have to do that. You have to direct where to go. In every situation, simply remind yourself to be joyful. Uh, Being prayerful defeats, worries, and anxieties. Uh, Being joyful defeats the darkness. Uh, Being prayerful defeats worries and and anxieties. This is what St. Paul said. Do not worry about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. When you pray, the peace of God will guard your hearts and minds. You know, I realize that worries and anxiety, you know, what do they uh, look like? They look like water. In a building, when there is a little opening, the water sips in. Water goes in, you don't know where the water goes. After it goes in, it just goes all over the place. So uh, once you have the water, you have a problem. My condo, uh, upstairs, uh, there's a a leaking. The water kind of drip. One day I came to my uh, room and it was kind of warped, right, the floor. Maybe my vision is getting warped or, you know, blurry, whatever. Why is this happening? I mean, I mean, 
all of a sudden it's going to, so uh, I thought it was myself. And then one day uh, my wife uh, came in. How come your floor is warped? Really? Yeah, so I'm not the problem. (laughs) And then realized that water uh, was leaking from the upstairs and came down. We don't know where it went. And then it affected my floor. It affected my uh, uh, kitchen area and, and all that. Now we have to change the floor. And then, oh, my goodness. Just thinking about it gives me headache. But it's worries and anxieties are like that. Once you go in there, once you have opening in your heart, and it goes in, and you don't know where it goes, as soon you realize that you're filled with worries and anxieties. If you don't seal yourself, if you don't guard your heart, then worries and anxieties will easily come in. And you, did you uh, notice that worries and anxieties is endless? One worry brings another worry, and that brings another worry. And then all that you can worry about, you, you'll never get bored because it's endless. The worries and anxieties are endless. And being prayerful defeats worries and anxieties. When you worry about something, don't sit down and worry. Turn it into a prayer topic. Present your request to God. Simple. So whenever I have worry, I always pray. I sit down. Lord, I leave it up to you. This is a problem that I have right now. I worry about that, but I leave it up to you. I know that you will take care of it. You said, let your request be known. I'm making uh, my request known to you. And as soon, you have peace of God. Life is too big to control. Don't try to control it. Just leave your request to God. God will control it. God will take care of it. So worries and anxiety can be defeated by your prayer, prayerfulness. Sometimes you can't fall asleep at night because you worry so much. Are you stressed out? Your life is full of just stress and you get, your health gets affected. Learn how to pray. Prayer is a powerful tool. Learn how to pray. Just simple. Leave your request to God and God will help you in the way that you never uh, know. And that's, I think, better way than trying to control your life. And third, being thankful, what does that defeat? Being thankful defeats complaints and anger. When you complain, and more and more you complain, it becomes anger. So when you are thankful, that defeats complaints and anger. So why don't we just go over. The first thing, that when you uh, uh, rejoice, what does that defeat? darkness. Second, when you pray, what do you defeat? Worries and anxieties. And third, when you're thankful, what do you defeat? (laughs) Complaints and anger, right? Yeah. So, when you're thankful, it defeats complaints and anger. You know, being a complainer 
is such a wimpy thing to be. You know who complain? Usually weak people complain. Big people don't complain. What do they do? They think about solution. Weak, wimpy people, they always complain. Oh, this is wrong, and I don't like this, I don't like that. Big people, okay, if I don't like it, do something about it. Find solution. They think about solution rather than just complaining about their life and their situations. If you're not careful, you can easily be consumed by complaints and anger. So many people are angry about life. They are so angry. I don't know what they are so angry about. They are angry about everything. They complain about everything in life. The best remedy is to be thankful. Learn to be thankful. It is not automatic thing. Thankfulness is not automatic thing. It's not a natural thing to do for many of us. It is something that you have to learn to be thankful. Once at the retreat I talked about writing, having a, a notebook on Thanksgiving, notebook of Thanksgiving. Every day write down, write down nine items that you're thankful. Your life will change. Every day, I mean, this is proven. Uh, every day, nine things that you uh, are thankful. Write down. Your perspective will change. I realized uh, my heart, if I just leave it, it has tendency to, to go down into the darkness. It's strange. I don't know why it does that. If I just leave it, don't control it. It just goes down and down and down, deep into darkness. So the psalm writer is right. Sometimes you have to command, stop it. You have to tell your heart, stop going there. So instead of letting the heart go, going da- go, go, go down, you, you have to direct your heart to be joyful, to be thankful, and to be prayerful. If you catch yourself complaining all the time, I hope that you do something about it very fast. Otherwise, it it becomes habit. You may think you're logical and you're right in complaining. You may be right. You may be logical and you may be right to complain. But if you keep it up, you're not going to be a very happy person if you keep it up. Do you want to be always right? Do you have to be always right and be an unhappy person? Or do you want to be always thankful and be a bigger person? You decide. What does it prove at the end of the day? That you're right, but you're unhappy. Or you be thankful, 
and become a bigger person. You decide. Which one is more logical? Which one is better? Which is wiser? I'd rather choose the latter. I don't need to prove that I'm right all the time. I'd rather be thankful and become a bigger person. And then being right and unhappy person. Being dark and heavy always. Constantly worrying and being anxious. And every time complaining and being angry. These three things are poisons. Pillars that destroy your soul. Kill your soul. Take away your unhappy. Take take away your happiness. These three things. You have to defeat these three things with new three things. That is. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> three new things. That is, being joyful, being prayerful, and be thankful. By these three things, we have to defeat all these negative things that take away joy and happiness from your life. My friend, life is wonderful. I dare to claim that life is wonderful. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. That's what life is all about. Let us sing together.